And at this particular time, amen, a profound, amen, uh, uh, mighty man of valor, amen, uh, 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 Eldon, we can probably down the road somewhere put Dr. Elder or Right Reverend Bishop, amen, or something like that. I mean, he's qualified, amen. And there's none other than our own, our own, amen, Elder Lester. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clam clap of praise for him. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I was back there and I was wondering who he was talking about. You know, I heard Martin Luther King said, you know, about old maid and how she, her life was just bored and nothing going on. And somebody came alone and said, Ann, I heard you getting married. And she said, no, but I appreciate the rumor. <laughs> Amen. Thank you this morning. Let's get a Lord a hand praise this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord. As you stand in, ask you to bow your heads. Oh, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for everyone that came out this morning. Ah, the weather is not cooperating. It's, if it ain't raining, it's windy. Leaves blowing all around. Just a reminder of telling us that one is on its way. But God in us, there's still sunshine. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for your word. And God, that's why we're here to praise you. We came in this house to make this house into a church and to give you all the praise this morning. But Father, I would like to take the time out this morning to ask you to bless those that wanted to be here, that isn't here, whatever the situation is they're going through. Hallelujah. And Lord, we know that you will bring them out and that you will continue to bring them through whatever the storm is. Lord, a special prayer for our pastor this morning. Hallelujah. He's getting ready to have a procedure and he need your blessing, Lord. Oh, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, bless him right now and his family, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. He still got work to do. Hallelujah. So we want him to heal and get on back in here and continue the good preaching and teaching of the word. And we thank you, Lord. And anybody else, some that here, they might not feeling well this morning, but they made it. They pressed their way. Hallelujah. Sometime we have to be like the woman with the issue of blood sometime. Hallelujah. It might be a crowd in front but we need to press our way. So, Lord, we thank you this morning for those that press their way. Hallelujah. Continue to ask for your blessing of new life in Jesus' name and bless this message this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Oh, yes. 
Uh, we were truly blessed this morning, man. I, I tell you, Trevor just came up and just starved what he left on. Everybody get up and come on and praise him. Amen. And I tell you, I appreciate him and his family. Amen. This morning. If you got your Bibles this morning, uh, I want you to turn to Genesis chapter 3. And um, we, my topic this morning about the preparation and the manifestation of the seed. We all know who that seed. Amen. Oh, man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise his holy name this morning. Oh, Lord, ask you to bless as you always do in your word this morning. I'm going to start from uh, Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. Hallelujah. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden. In the cool of the day, Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. God, among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? Where are you? So he said, I heard your word, heard your voice, Lord. Hallelujah. In the garden. I was afraid because I was naked hid myself and he said the Lord said who told you that you were naked and because of his response then the Lord God said have you eaten from the tree which I command you not to eat Hallelujah. I want to pause here and wants to acknowledge here that what Adam said that he said that where are you? God asked, where are you? And then he said, I heard your voice in the garden. I was afraid and I was naked. I wrote down some footnotes as to what I believe what he was going through. I believe this nakedness, what he was responding to, was because of the shameful behavior. And not only the shameful behavior, but the effects of his disobedience. He felt unprotected because of the covenant that was moved from him. Can I get amen this morning? Hallelujah. And that feeling brought on the feeling of nakedness. And when the Lord said to him, who told you? In other words, who formed you of this idea? Uh, Adam, who you been listening to? What you been reading? 
Who you been hanging around with? And God says, because in my vocabulary, I didn't have none of these negative thoughts. Hallelujah. To have you to think that you can hide from me and you can, can run from me and feeling that you can avoid me. Hallelujah. God reminded him that it was only one thing I told you that you shall not. And you couldn't keep that. Hallelujah. So he said to the woman, God said to the, uh, let me go here, uh, 12. Then the man said, the woman who you gave to be with me, blaming God, she, she, yeah, 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 Lord, she gave me. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. It was her that gave me. And you know, Lord, because she from you and, you know, you blessed me with her. You, you know, I just ate because I knew, you know, it was okay because I thought she from you. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? And then the woman said, the serpent deceived me. And I ate. Everybody pointing fingers. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Lord God said to the serpent, he said, because you have done this and are cursed more than the cattle, all cattle, more than every beast of the field, on your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. Now, Psalm says that, you know, they believe that because he said that, that the state was upright. And, you know, I can't see that. And that it was due to a curse he laid. And I remember hearing pastor talking about the commandments, how they had the line, someone was, you know, horizontal and verticals and all this. And, and, and the, I guess the ones that are horizontal, it, it, it's like, God, no one between you and God, you know, you head up, you know, you glorying to the Lord. But yet as the ones that fled is that you not, you away from him, you know, you, you not in the presence of him. And, and I seem like more or less the God say, you lay out the dust, eat dust because you have no glory. Amen. Not in this. Amen. And so here in 15, it says, and I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your heel and you shall what? Bruise, I mean, bruise your head and you shall bruise is healed. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Right here is where 
I wants to start where one thing we must understand that God's not like a man that he should lie. Amen. Isaiah 55 remind us, 11 said, he says, so will my word be which goes out of my mouth. It will not, what? Return to me void. You, in other words, useless without result, without accomplishment. What I desire without succeeding in the matter in which I send it out. Amen. In other words, it will accomplish, hallelujah, that what I sent it out to accomplish. Even back then when he spoke this, he was prepared and making preparation as to how he was going to work this seed through generations and generation 14 and 14 and 14 all the way through the Bibles uh, from Genesis to Malachi, amen, how he would prepare this, get the preparedness and work in all this to get this seed in position to where it would accomplish the very thing that he said that it would accomplish. Amen. Amen. So, when we talk about, when he say enmity, we know what he's talking about. He's letting us know that's going to be conflict. Amen. It ain't going to be easy. Going to be hostility. Going to be dislike. Amen. That is no love going to be involved. Amen. Because what we must understand that Satan knew that he had disrupted the plan of the Lord. Amen. Now somebody says, um, well, did God knew that the possibility that they would make the choice that they did? Yeah, he knew all things. But being a free will agent, a free will being, he have to have something in place where you can act on your free will. Amen? Amen? What is it that we can't choose to or not to? So God set it up to where man was responsible in choosing the right thing. Amen. Hallelujah. But he told them that you shall not. And it wasn't optional, amen, that he share not, amen. So as he worked it down through the Old Testament, and he walked it all down there, and I want to turn to uh, Hebrew, amen, and Hebrew going to back it up as to more of what's going on and how he used many people. You know, we, we started with Abraham. And how Abraham was tested, especially when he uh, took Isaac and Lord told him to go and sacrifice. And that was one of the most uh, faithful acts at that time of the Bible. Amen. And how he didn't ask questions. And he just did what the Lord uh, told him to do. But I like in that story when he told the handlers, 
to stay here and that he and his son will return. Now that's faith, amen? That's faith. And then not only on that, but I, when I first read that, I thought, um, you know, back in the years when I began preaching, I said, that's a shame. How are you going to take advantage of that child? You know that, you know, you know good and well, he's going to do what he's telling him to do. He's his dad. How he going to put, put all that wood on that, on that baby? But the Bible tells us that Isaac was practically a young man, amen? So what we had here was not only Abraham having faith in God, but a son having faith in his father. So we had the act of two faith. How? This was working out. And I guess, in other words, we know as Hebrews tells us, and I want to start in chapter 11, the, the uh, Hall of Fame of Faith, amen? And it reminds us here that all of them, all of them, amen, they did this through faith. Faith was the motivating factor, amen? It was the vehicle in which all them accomplished. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand praise again. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So right here, I want to read. It says in, uh, I think it's 10, no, 11, verse 3, it says, by faith, we understand that the world was framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are invisible. Amen. Hallelujah. And then here in verse uh, chapter 10, verse 35, it says, therefore, if we do not cast away our confidence, Hallelujah. You might not see your way through sometimes. You might not be able to figure out what God is doing, but we don't cast away our confidence, which has great reward. Amen. For you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise for yet a little while. And he who is coming will come and will not tarry. For now the just, the just shall live by faith. But if anyone grow back, if he grows back, his soul has no pleasure in him. So the Bible reminds us as this preparation time, hallelujah, all down through the Bible through, uh, uh, that God was preparing, and it tells us that, that it began where Abe was offered to God more excellent sacrifice because of faith. And then he talked about faith of Enoch, amen. Then it went on down, he talked about the faith of Noah, amen. How Noah, when, when he get ready, God says, I, you know, I don't have enough. 
here it is, just only two chapters. Y'all still messing up. You know, just, just two. I mean, come on, guys, you know. And, but yet, he, the Bible says, so more. But I believe in mind, God knew that he had to preserve because of the seed, amen? Because he understand that his word, he said that that was his word, amen. That what he would do, there would be a time, a date where Christ will bruise the head of that serpent. Matter of fact, not only bruise, he's going to crush it, amen. And it came to pass because what happened was that when Christ got up on the cross, amen. Then uh, it was like a, a, a bruising. But when resurrection came, hallelujah, that was the crushing. Amen. Thank you, Lord. But it all came because he, God decided, amen, that the Bible said there was by faith, nor being divided, one the things not yet seen move with the godly fear and preparing the ark that saved many. We know that ark is a what? Symbol of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? Are y'all following me? Amen, amen. And so, as this came along, then he came on and says, Abraham obeyed. Abraham obeyed. Not only that, Abraham, he called him out from his place among his people. And he told him to get out place where I would, that he would receive as an inheritance. So he went, not knowing where he would go. How many would do that? Amen. Do you have that kind of faith at that time? Amen. I mean, we got books, we got TV, we got a whole lot of things that can remind us. Amen. We even got people that remind us of things and stuff. But back that time, wasn't nobody to remind Abraham. But it was just something there. Hallelujah. It's amazing how God prepared people. Amen. And then it goes on and, and it talks about, amen, not only the faith of Abraham, but the faith of Isaac. Amen. And how Isaac, and how he blessed Jacob. And then he talks about Jacob. Now he's working down through generations, through generations, working this seed all the way down. Hallelujah. And it's saying here that the faith, not only from Jacob to Joseph, all the way to Moses, and then it worked its way all the way down. Hallelujah. Uh, with Moses, and then to uh it even talk about uh, Rahab, Gideon, Barak, not, not Obama, <laughs> Samson, Jephthah, David, all of them, amen. And they say, all of these having good report, testimony through faith, and it was through faith, amen. But did not receive the promise, did not receive the promise. 
Hallelujah. Why? It was preparation time. Hallelujah. Preparation time. And God working. Amen. It's just like sometimes, you know, in life, the Father, he works hard. He prepares for his family, his children. But sometimes he don't celebrate or get the rewards in his label. But it's okay. Because what he's doing, he's setting it up for his children. He preparing them to where he don't want them to go through or work hard the way he's working. That's where the children and the children's children could be blessed. Let's get the Lord a hand free. That's where the Lord is. Amen. 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 He's not going to leave us as orphans. Amen. He's going to bless us. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want to turn to uh, Titus here. And Titus here will bless us and remind us of this word. Amen. All right. Let me get ready here. Thought I had marked that, but apparently I was rushing. Okay, yeah, here it is. Hebrew. I, re I remember I was sitting at the table there, and then Brother Walkers was saying, you know, how, you know, they, they have this new technology thing. You know, they, you know, they just hit a button and pops up and that. And he said, yeah, because, you know, it's easier. That way you don't have to turn pages and everything. I said to him, I said, yeah, but, you know, I put footmotes and everything that mines and everything. But it's just sometimes when you forget. <laughs> Amen. Here in Titus chapter 1, uh, verse 2, it said, In hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began but has in due time manifested his word through preaching, which was committed to me according to the commandments of our Savior. Amen. Amen. But where he mentioned here, he said, in hope. Amen. In hope. Hallelujah. And we thank the Lord. And it says here, I want to go here where in the Gospels, where the New Testament, hallelujah, and talked about the four elements of the Gospel in which you had, first of all, uh, John, he said, the Word became flesh and dwelt what, among us. And we behold the glory and the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. So in the manifestation and in, in explaining it, here uh, uh, Matthew, he said that he recognized Christ as the king of the Jews. Amen. And then Mark as a perfect perfect servant 
who was on the move, active. And then you had Luke saying he was perfect in humanity, the son of man. And John says, as his deity, as the son of God, the true light, which give light to every man and woman that comes into man. So we see how he's working it from the old generation to being, it being uh, uh, with the uh, planning and down manifesting. And now here we come to Acts, hallelujah. And in the period of Acts is when the Holy Spirit began to be involved in men's lives as to being in man. He was always with them, amen? But now in them, hallelujah. And this is the, uh, um, the manifestation right here. And it says here, it says, through faith and action of the Holy Spirit, which God worked in the apostles and those who were called believers. You know, many of times we, before we were called Christians, we were called believers. Amen? Believers. Because it's the matter of where you at is whether or not you believe or not. Amen? I'm going to get back to in Genesis when he says, where are you? He, didn't, he knew where he was physically. But sometimes you want to know where someone is mentally. You know, you want to know sometimes you hang around. I know when you're dating, you better try to find out where somebody is. I'm telling you. Well, you don't know it. Not only where they at, but where their family at. I'm going to give you a little advice. Don't you say yes to anybody before you go to the uh, family reunion. See Uncle John and, and, and Billy and all of them. And when they're out there shaking and doing all these, you, be, you better then you better back up. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and and uh, you got to always want to know where someone at. Amen. You know, when the Bible said, when it said, where are you? It's, 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 in other words, he said, uh, whence you come from. Amen. Amen. What is it? What your view in life? Uh, what your view of God? Amen. You know, we, we need to know that. Amen. We can't, we can't partner ourselves with folks that have different views. Amen. That's, I think, maybe what happened to Adam. Hallelujah. You can't hang around with folks that don't have the right view that don't love God, amen. And here it says, but back in Acts, the spirit, hallelujah, directed, controlled, and empowered the ministry. It strengthened the church, not only in growth, but in numbers, amen. And 
The Bible continue on to say the spirit, the, uh, the spirit had power and influence on all of them, amen, to where all of them must begin to be on one accord. And, and it reminded us that Paul, when he was converted, amen, and how God just decided to send him in a whole new direction where he was breathing down threats against Christians and God said, you know what? No, man, you got talent. You smart. You got a lot of fight in you. And you don't give up. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to direct that what you have to my cause. Hallelujah. And God, only God can do that to where he can turn somebody around. They might not even want to turn around or, or maybe not today. You know how some folks say, well, you know, I don't, I want to be saved, just not today. You know, I got things I want to do and things. And, you know, they're thinking that you can't have fun being saved. You know, you, you know, it, it's boring. I, I don't know where that comes from. You know, they need to hang with us. Amen. Amen. It, it's, it's, Come on, come on, y'all. Amen. Amen. This is, you know, you can be excited. Amen. Praise God. And so a lot of time, what God will do, and you know, even back then, back then at that particular time, how they was in the upper room and, and how at that time they believed and they summoned the gifts of tongues and, and all this, and God told them that, that do not go out and witness simply because that, that he want to empower them, amen. He want to protect them. Not only the Holy Spirit empower you, it protects you, amen. Not only that, he will give you understanding, amen. So we thank the Lord this morning, how he worked this seed down through generations, amen. And I want you to turn here to 1 Peter. Amen. Turn to first Peter. Amen. Everybody got it? This time I, I wrote that down. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I back up. But here in first Peter chapter 1, 23, he says, having been born again, not of corrupt seed, but incorrupt seed, through the word of God which lives and abide forever. Why? Because all flesh is as grass. And all the glory of man is like the flower of the grass. And the grass withered. And this flower falls or fades. But the word of the Lord endures forever. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank God, thank God. His word endured forever. Are uh, we sometime, we might fall to the wayside, amen. Somebody have to come in and take our place, but the word moves on, it goes on. It remind me of Moses, amen. 
and, and, and Joshua just were moaning, moaning. And God had to remind him, hey, uh, Moses dead. And no respect or anything, but just, man, we got we to gotta get this going. You know, I have a date. You know, this, my, my, my son, hey, his heel have a date with Satan's head. So we, we, we got to keep this moving, amen. No, I got this. You know, you might think that he's gone forever, but he's not gone forever, amen. Because what? why do we say that? Because we know when we read the Bible, what, uh, uh, on the mountain, the transfiguration, some people say, oh, you know, it's a shame that Moses didn't make it. No, but, but yes, he did. He just, he caught the limo. Hallelujah. Yeah, he, he, he didn't have to drive. He just laid back and just way right on up there. Amen. I'm telling you, God is good. You know what? No. You have to like a southern preacher. God is good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. So uh, let's turn to our Romans. Let's see what Romans uh, chapter 10 have to say. Amen. Y'all getting anything out of this? Amen. 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 Okay. Uh, uh, 10, 8. Amen. It says here, but what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which you preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confess. Confession is made unto what? Salvation. You see how he's working this? From Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all down through generation of 14, 14, and 14, all the way to David, all the way to Christ and to us. Amen. The word, what he said back then, just as strong and powerful now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's turn to Romans 16. Romans 16 says here, praise God. Romans 16. And I'm going to start with 19. Six, Romans 16, 19. And it says, for your obedient has become known to all. Therefore, I am glad for your sake, but I want you to be wise in what is good. Amen, amen, amen. That's why we tell our children, amen. But 
Be simple, amen, or be unconcerned or be angry when it comes concerning evil. And the God of peace will what? What it says? Crush. Who? The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. In other words, he won't come near your dwelling. Amen. You have strength. You have power over it. I remember when Peter, when Peter and Jesus said to Peter, you know, Peter, Satan asked for you. He kept begging for you. This must be something that in you that he think that he can overcome in you. But you know, Peter, he want to what? Sift you. He want to break you down. He want to take your faith. He wants to give up hope. Oh, come on, somebody. See, see, this is the reason why a lot of these seats, no, it's not compact. I know with COVID and everything, but even sometimes we should be more become simple because people today is being sifted. They losing hope. They giving up the simplest things. Hallelujah. Things to where they have power is something you don't have to ask God to do. I was an old song saying, Lord, you, you don't have to no, giving the mouth, but give me strength, what? To climb. You know, it's some things that where he don't have to do for it, just give me the strength. Give me the strength. You know, give me the know-how. Let me do. And so when God says to Peter, he said, you know, he just, he asks for you. He want to break you down. He want to demolish your faith. But what did he say? Peter, I prayed for you. Now, the way he said that, like, dude, you, do you understand what I'm saying here? When I tell you that I prayed for you? In other words, what I'm telling you is settled. Hands off. Nothing he can do. There's a hedge around you. Why? Why, Lord? Because I prayed for you. Hallelujah. It wasn't no just anybody, but I, the king, the only true God in the flesh, hallelujah, with the power of the big old world, we talking about a big old God, folks. We talking about a God that put the stars in the sky, that made the Milky Ways, made all the planet, the moon, the sun, and yet he have time for you. So what is it? What is it that you are going through? that you are being defeated because what the Bible said, he said, I prayed for you. 
You will come out of this. You will come out of this. How? Just like back in Hebrew, what it say? Faith. Oh, if you only knew the power and strength of faith. Hallelujah. It's faith. Hallelujah. They overcame. How? In faith. I pray for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I tell you, there have been times in my life to where sometimes, you know, you get in your closet or you get by yourself and you just, maybe tears might want to fall and you wonder what's going on sometimes. But you have to be reminded, and sometimes the Lord would just send a word to you. And then he will remind you where he brought you from. Where the almost, if God wasn't there, what could have happened? If, if somebody didn't take the time to pray for me or had me on their mind, what could have happened? Are you, do y'all understand what I'm saying here? Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. You remember that time when you was young or in school, maybe still young, and, and, and that fine dude or that fine woman, you said, oh, Lord, I have to have him. Oh, Lord, oh, please, God. Oh, I want to be having that relationship. And as the years went on and the Lord said no, and you look back and see the other folks that married the one that you want to marry. And you say, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Lord, mm, mm, Lord, 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 thank you, thank you. Some of y'all be, oh, yes, thank you. Ooh. When you see what the others is going through, thank you, Lord. I didn't know, Lord that you had my back. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise this holy name. But that's what he does. That's what he does. You might not have it yet, but it's on the way. You may be looking for a good praise report, a good report on your health. You don't have it yet. It's on the way. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. You think your life is shambles. You don't understand that God already set up for somebody to come in your life to give you a word that it's going to be all right. You might have loved one or somebody that going through, you always cussing on your mind. And you think, Lord, Lord, I've been praying, I've been praying. But the Lord is sending the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, that you don't understand this. But he said, everything going to be all right. 
Everything going to be right. I got this. Even when they are in the morgue, I got this. They might be in the cemetery. I got this because I prayed for them while they were so incorruptible or got up incorruptible. Hallelujah. Let's get a Lord a hand, praises. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. I think I done gave you everything that I have. I didn't want to keep you long. I don't think I kept you long. Amen. Because we got communion. But I appreciate everybody here that's here this morning. Um, if there's anybody here that uh, wants the Lord Bless them where they've been delaying and saying tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow haven't come and you haven't given your life to the Lord. You can do it. Amen. Right after this service. Is there somebody there you feel you need help? Amen. That you might feel, because see, he'll meet you with your faith. See, some folks feel like, Lord, Lord, can't even bless me until I let this preacher anoint me. And we know that, hey, if your faith is that, Lord, you know, you can bless me just show me the way. No, he would do it, but he would meet you. But but in case we have some, yeah, come on up. Amen. We will anoint you to where God will bless you. But I remind you, the only thing you have to do is surrender, humble, and begin to pursue him in a mighty, pressing way. And God will deliver. Because as in Isaiah 55 says, his word will not return void. And everything he sent his word out to accomplish, it shall accomplish it. Y'all pray my strength in the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs>